Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss cybersecurity news and cybercrime. But this week I wanted to shake it up a little bit. Since I started this podcast, I've wanted to incorporate cybersecurity education and real-world, more personable scenarios. And this time I want to cover a problem that's just becoming more and more common, which is malvertising, especially in the case of Google Ads when you search something. If you use Google as your search engine, you're likely aware that Google will advertise certain websites relevant to your search and put them at the top. And you'd like to think that Google is good at vetting their ads, but a lot of malicious websites slip through the cracks. This is known as malvertising, and it is only becoming more and more common. Last week, I took a few days off work due to a death in the family, and I'd gone over to my father's house to talk with him for a bit and start on some self-studying. While I was over there, he got a call from his mother around lunchtime, and she said that she was trying to go to allrecipes.com to look for a chicken noodle soup recipe, but that when she went there, there was a pop-up she couldn't close that said Windows Defender had detected a virus on her computer, and action had to be taken to remove it. Since she claimed she couldn't exit the window, she had simply unplugged the computer to get it to stop, but also didn't want to take any action until she confirmed things were safe, or at least had either my father or I take a look. I decided I was curious and wanted to take a look for myself right then, so I drove over and went to the room her computer was in. I ran a full malware scan just using Windows Defender immediately, since I knew it would likely take a while to complete. Then I opened her web browser and went to allrecipes.com myself, and nothing out of the ordinary was there. I've used all recipes and looked the same as it always does. There were no warnings about any viruses or anything security related at all. I asked if she got this recipe from someone else or if it was a link sent to her in an email, and she said no, she just googled it and went to the website. She said it was definitely allrecipes.com, but I had my doubts based on what I was seeing now. With her permission, I looked at her search history and saw the site in question. She'd been redirected to some fake website that made it appear as though Windows Defender was alerting her to a virus. This didn't look anything like a real Defender pop-up, but if you'd never seen one, it actually kind of looked like it could have been. It used the Windows theme colors and wasn't too over the top. We'll talk a bit more about the whole redirection thing a little later. This was a newer computer with not a whole lot of files on it, so the anti-malware scan, even though it was a full scan, wrapped up pretty quickly and resulted in nothing. I also manually checked some system files just to make sure there was no recent strange modifications or unusual files showing up. Everything looked okay there, so I determined this likely had not escaped the web browser. I checked to see if there were any potentially unwanted browser add-ins and didn't see anything out of the ordinary either. I explained to her that she likely clicked on a fake version of allrecipes.com that was placed on the top of the screen due to it being an ad. And although she had an ad blocker installed, I installed uBlock Origin instead, as I've personally found it to be an overall better content blocker for things like Google Ads, as some ad blockers will let certain ads through, even in the case of malvertising. However, this isn't only happening to grandmas. For those unaware, I stream on Twitch. I don't stream any cybersecurity content, just normal games, and sometimes I see tweets from other streamers about various topics as a result. Some of these topics include streaming softwares, such as OBS. OBS is a free, open-source software used by many streamers to record live streams to websites like Twitch and YouTube. The official website for OBS is obsproject.com, but other domains like obs-project or obs-studio have been known to host fake versions of the website that appear legitimate, even to streamers who tend to be a bit more tech-savvy than my grandma. I've lost this tweet by now as I didn't follow the person, it just showed up on my timeline because someone I follow liked it. 
but an individual was tricked by one of these fake websites a couple months ago, and OBS themselves has even put out a warning to users about fake sites containing malware instead of a video recording software. According to multiple people in other OBS forums, a lot of the malicious websites look almost exactly like the legitimate site, making it difficult to see anything that's unusual. And if you're already familiar with the site, you may not think twice about it if it looks familiar. Ultimately, no one is safe from being scammed, and I see why it's enticing to click on the first link, because usually that's the correct one. So how can you prevent this from happening to you? Well, if you frequent allrecipes.com, don't search for it separately in Google. Just type it into the address bar at the top and let it autocomplete, or save it as a bookmark if it's something you visit very frequently. In my grandmother's case, she simply typed homemade chicken noodle soup into Google and clicked on the first link. But let's say you're a news streamer. You've never been to the OBS website before, but you want to download the software to use it to start streaming. You wouldn't have the site saved, so you'd have to search for it. If that's the case, don't click on the ads at all. It is true that the ads are sometimes for the legitimate software because, hey, they need to advertise their own software, but it's safer just to avoid clicking on it at all. Google ads in particular are marked with a tiny icon that says ad on the left side of the domain name. The ads will always appear as the first and second results, so just skip past those. Typically, it's the first link after the ad that is the correct version, but if you've never visited the website, you may not even know what the correct domain name is, and there may be multiple. So how do you know which one is safe? Well, if you click on it and the first thing you see is a pop-up telling you you have a virus, that's probably not the correct domain and you should go backwards. Don't click on anything else on the site, because the more you click, the more you risk accidentally downloading something or actually getting a virus. If you go to the Wikipedia page for the website or software, it will have the legitimate domain name in it. And if you're concerned, you can even view the edit history of the Wikipedia page just to make sure. And if you still don't trust Wikipedia, see if the website or app has an official social media page. That would also typically have the legitimate domain name in the bio. One last thing to add. Even if the ad looks like it has the legitimate domain name in it, I would still avoid clicking on it. Because a lot of times, it can be claiming to point you to the domain, but when you actually click on the link, it can redirect you to a different malicious site. In fact, this is actually how a lot of malicious websites avoid, well, malware detection. The actual link points you to a benign website, but as soon as you land on that benign website, you're redirected to a malicious one. One thing you can always check to make sure you've landed in the right place is the URL in the address bar. If it looks like it doesn't at all match the website, you're probably in the wrong place. Malicious web addresses will oftentimes look very long and nonsensical and not have a whole lot to do with the actual domain name. In cases of typo squatting, it can be very subtle though. Typo squatting is when someone reserves a domain name that looks a lot like a common domain name but is slightly misspelled. For example, instead of allrecipes.com, it could be a capital I capital I recipes.com, so it looks like it's two L's. In my grandmother's case, I do believe the culprit was a malicious redirect, a link that looked legitimate but redirected her to a malicious website. But is there a way to stop seeing Google ads at all so you can avoid potentially downloading malware on accident? Yes, uh, using a content blocker can help. Personally, as I said earlier, I use uBlock Origin as I find it to be a more effective content blocker than Adblock or Adblock Plus. And you may be thinking that switching your search engine to something like Brave or DuckDuckGo may help, and it's true you won't see Google ads with those search engines, but they do run their own ads as well, and that can put you at a similar risk for this same kind of attack. 
If you still want to continue to use Google without an ad blocker, report any suspicious ads so they can be removed. Malvertising sites have been known to happen with Slack, AnyDesk, Malwarebytes, Grammarly, and pretty much any popular software you can imagine. So please take care in the sites you visit to download any new software from. This has reached such an extreme that the FBI has put out an official warning about Trojans, malware that are disguised as legitimate software, being pushed to the top of the search engine results via advertisements. I've linked a few sources in my pastebin related to different malvertising campaigns if you'd like to read up more on the topic. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime. My name is Chloe Tonus, and I hope you read up on these malvertising campaigns a little more so you can better stay secure.